Angela, my husband and I lost a combined total of 500 pounds. Weight loss has taught me more about life and that is the information I want to share with you. I'll be sharing tips I learned during my weight loss journey that truly allowed me to be the best version of myself. I'm hoping to inspire you to chase your dreams, develop some healthy routines, and just take the time to enjoy your life. Welcome to the We Be Fat Podcast. new episode of the we beat fat podcast this is episode number eight we are talking about life after weight loss i'm angela and i'm willie yeah so it's been a minute since we've done the podcast because we've been busy i mean things keep coming up well so we ran a race that was two days for me and one day for willie so yeah that was two weeks ago two weeks ago willie ran a half marathon would you like to tell the people about it? Uh, I ran a half marathon because these the quarter marathon, which was the 10K, 6.2, whatever, <clears throat> that was sold out. So I just signed up for a half, and then I ran a half, and ran the first half pretty fast, and then ran the second half pretty slow. So <laughs> that was fun. I had fun with it, though. Cool. How was your race? You did pretty good. Like I did really good. Because so, cause your second day was faster than your first day. Yeah. And that t- typically always happens when you do that race. So, yeah, it was fun. It was cold. It wasn't cold. The, it, it was, was colder it was the second day. It was perfect running weather. Yeah, it wasn't it was super like sunny 50, or anything. It was like 55 degrees or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It was probably colder than that. The first day was colder than the second day. I felt, I felt like it was the opposite. Because I was feeling good the first day. The second day, I was freezing. But I wasn't running either. Yeah. So. so it was a little bit warmer on the second day. I think what it was is that there was a little bit more humid on the second day yeah. than the first day. But basically, the race was two loops of six and a half miles. I guess yeah. it was six and a half miles. I don't, my watch no, didn't, it was. It was. My watch didn't ever pick up 13.1. So I think mine did. Or yeah. It was like a little bit off, but it wasn't that much off. So I barely got 13 miles on the second day. And then I got, I don't even think my watch hit 13 miles on the second day. That's weird. It was like 12, but I think it's because you're running through the woods. And your watch loses. Yeah. And then you're running on the paths and everything. And so it really depends on how you take the path. Yeah. Because if you take it real wide, then you're going to have more. If you take it real sharp, then you're going to have way less. Because the second day of the race was in the woods. That's right, because the the course was different the second yeah. time. Yeah. So. The second day was different than the first day. Um, but yeah, it was a good time, and I always like running that race. It was the Lucky Trails, Seabrook Lucky Trails. It was two days of running. You could run a marathon one day and a half the next, or two halves, or a lot of people were doing twenty miles and then six miles the last day. Yeah, a lot of people were doing that. There was also a five k on Sat- Sunday. Friday. Friday and Sunday. Friday and Sunday, yeah. Yeah, so you could you could have run three days, and it's always a good race, and the swag is always good, and mm-hmm. the food is always good. There's a green beer. I don't drink. So. Except, well, <laughs> here's my thing about the beer after races. I know that it is a huge selling point for runners. You know, ooh, you're gonna get your beer, but when I'm done running, I don't want to drink beer. A lot of people were slamming that beer though. Well, yeah, because I was out volunteering the, the second day, and people were. Slamming beers. Well, I'm just not that type of person. The only time that I've actually really drank a beer 
after running, and this was really bad, was after the Chicago Marathon because I was so dehydrated. And so then yeah. the beer table was right yeah. after the water table. So, like, it was you cross the finish line, you get your medal, you get your food, you get your water, and then there was the beer table. Yeah. So, you know, you're holding all of this stuff and you're going back to your waiting area and you're holding beer in your hand. So, you drink your water, you know, you only get one thing of water. That's going to go real quick after you yeah, sat there gonna, for a while. Yeah, you're going to. And I drink. That. Yeah. that was probably the best beer that I've ever had. But I know that I was dehydrated and I had no business drinking beer, especially because I was there by myself. Yeah. So, like, if I would have passed out, there would have been no one there. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was a good race. Oh, that's and good. Now I can't run. So. You'll be, you'll be back. I know. <sighs> It, I, I mean, that's what happens when you're sick, though. Yes. I mean, you can't do anything about it. I just don't it. like it because we're one month out from Flying Pig. Yeah. And these are the most important three weeks that I'm about to go through. Of course. But, I mean, and, you can't. Either you no. get better from being sick or you take a chance to get even sicker and then you're even. Yeah. And then you're out for longer. So, yeah. that's the only thing that bothers me is that like I know the that these are the l- most important three weeks of training yeah. right here. And I missed a long run. But I'm not worried about it, really, though, because, um, first off, I'm not trying to beat you. So, it's not no. like I'm trying to come in at 3.31 or anything like that. And I feel like that the long run training is just, like, mental preparation for us other folks that aren't trying to, like, meet. A really fast time goal yeah. i just feel like that that's just mental preparation and i know mentally i can do that i mean you've done it <laughs> how many marathons do you run now like 39 or 40 so 39 to 40 and then 16 and 17 have been and states then, yeah and then i've done the ultras yeah so, so i mean like i know mentally you've done this like so many other times so it's not like well, I was worried so about it when I had done San Antonio because it had been such a long time. But mentally, yeah. I was fine. I don't think I broke down. I didn't call you crying or anything, did I? For San Antonio? Yeah. Look, look, look you came through San Antonio like, like, I think you were like kind of frustrated at one point. And then like the calls and texts stopped about you being like upset or whatever. You were just like, I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. Like. You're like, I'm at this mile. I'm at this mile. Like, you didn't... Like, it I was mean, at the beginning. At, at almost every every time I've called you at some point and I've been crying or I've been upset. I will, I will, <laughs> I will say that, that for San Antonio, I don't, think, I don't think you were calling me to like because you were upset about something. You were more like, I'm at mile, whatever. I'm at, like, and you weren't like, like pissed off or anything. You were just well, like, I'm I just don't running. See, because I was... At first off, it was the I race was before probably, that. I was probably the happiest I had ever been being out there in San Antonio. And yeah. I was like motivational speaking a group yeah. of people anyway. So like, you can't like really break yeah, down. You didn't for San Antonio. You didn't do that. But I think the race before that you, whatever the race was before that, or a couple of races before that you were like upset. Vegas. No, it had to been something way before that then. Okay. Cause like Vegas, you didn't have that problem either. No, I think I was upset with Vegas because well, that was the time that I had done my, I had already done seven miles before. And remember, I was upset when I had done those seven miles because I basically, I walked a lot of it. Yeah. You know, and even though I was still done with those seven miles in a decent amount of time. And then we did all that walking before 
the actual race. See, and, I, and I try to tell you not to do that. Well, no, but like getting to the start line and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because, just, because it was a cluster. Like yeah. you couldn't and find so, out where to go. And, and then I just, the time change and all that. Because my thing was is that I wanted to do better in Vegas than I did the year before. Yeah. And so it didn't feel like I was doing any better, but actually I was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you did. So I don't know. It's, it's yeah, kind of hard not when to, we get, were Vegas, though, to so. get wrapped up in your head when you're in the middle of these missions. You know, like no, I whatever totally it. it is. Whatever it is. We get so focused on the end goal that we kind of forget to enjoy it, you know? And then when you're done, you're kind of like, oh, that wasn't so bad. But I was bad attitude for these, for this time period in between. And that's the stuff that makes me upset. Yeah. It's that when I'm trying to do something and I feel so good. And this isn't just about running. Whenever I'm so focused on a project or whatever and I'm trying to get to the end and then I finish it. And I'm like, yes, that was so, that's so great. It turned out way better than what I thought that it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But then I look back and then I get mad at myself because I had a bad attitude at some point during that time. And see, I try to get you out of that stuff too. Like I try to get you to just focus on just having fun with the race. It's not about run. It's not, it's no, not well, I, running. No, I mean, but, I know, but, but yeah, I just try to get you to focus, just have fun with this and don't worry about all the BS that's happening outside of this. Mm-hmm. It's rough sometimes. Oh, I know. All right. So, yeah. So, we haven't done a podcast <laughs> in like two weeks. Yeah, it's been two weeks. Because last week I was lazy. You were tired last week. And was I think that was I the beginning. Really? No, and I think that was the beginning of you be- you becoming sick. Yes, I was. So, like, last <laughs> week was that. And then the week before we were. We were running town. a lot. Yeah, so. So. It happens. Yeah. So now we're here, and it almost didn't happen again today because I fell asleep on the couch. And I was like, whoa, I didn't even realize I had fallen asleep that long. I think Sundays are becoming your lady day. I'm just sleeping. Well, I didn't do anything yesterday either. Well. It's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. Well, that's what the weekends are for. No, not really. Oh, the weekends should be for that. Weekends are for work. All the work that I can't get Sometimes done. Sometimes you need to, play, to have some play. Well, no. Well, I, that's what I've been doing the past two weeks. That's true. So now now we're going to go into, like, next week would be a month, you know? A month week of weekends. I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. And things have really, like, I haven't really blogged, and I haven't done anything. So I'm going to get back on it. And I missed my long run, so I'm feeling a little bit sorry for myself. You'll be fine. We'll see. We'll see. So this week's podcast is about life after weight loss. I don't really know where this discussion is going to go or how it's going to go, but it's been We're sparked gonna go. We're gonna go. by some some Instagram biznatch that's been going on for like the past month, right? Uh-huh. Like we we find ourselves talking about this a lot. So um, you can follow us on social media. You can read my blog at momworksitout.com. I'm on Instagram at Mom Works It Out and on Twitter at Mom Works It Out and on Facebook at Mom Works It Out Blog. And I'm on Instagram at Willie Gillis. Yes. And if you want to send us an email, you can send an email at webeatfat at gmail.com. And leave us reviews. I haven't really checked to see if we had any reviews, and I bet that we haven't because we didn't post an episode. No, probably not. Yes. 
So anyway, let's move in to the top. Move on to the topic of the week, which is life after weight loss. Ta-da! What? What do you want to say about life after weight loss? I mean, I had a brief stint of life after weight loss, but um, I feel like weight loss is hard, and and the life after weight loss is even harder. Like trying to maintain that, it's it's super, it's super hard, but like it's manageable. I feel like I was a whole lot more paranoid after I lost the weight, and then I had to like go back to like not having that goal. It's not. I'm not even going to say go back to normal life. I'm saying that with air quotes, but like not having that thing because a I was so. In that weight loss journey, like nobody's business. Yeah, you were it super was, focused. Like that's all it was. It was eat, sleep, meal prep, workout, whatever. Yeah. And so, like that's how I lived my life for 15 months. Yes, I lost 200 pounds in 15 months. So that just shows how committed to the cause I was. And then when I hit that goal weight, and then I kept losing weight after that because. I was still like counting everything. I was weighing everything. Yeah, you were. And I just didn't feel like I kind of got depressed after that. And it made me feel, it made me feel a certain way. And it took me a long time to get out of it. And I just feel like that sometimes we get so focused on our goals, like what I was saying earlier, that we forget about everything else. Yeah. And, you know, it's about the experience and it's about the things that you've learned. And by the time I had reached my goal weight, I was afraid to trust myself, I guess. Because you've been in that in that circle for so long of like of pre work, pre pre-workout, pre weight loss. Like yeah. you, you were in that cycle for so long. And then you've had this little sliver of time where you did the thing that you were supposed to do. Yeah. And then afterward, you're like, okay, well, what do I do now? Like, yeah. I don't go backwards to what I was doing. I, re- I just remember, like, I hit my goal weight, which was, like, 153 pounds. I don't even... How do you even come up with a goal weight? Like, that's kind of just weird. Well, I mean, the BMI chart is well, okay. it's so outdated. Yeah. So, the fact that now I, I look back on it, and I'm just like, okay, it was ridiculous that I had a goal weight. But then after I hit my goal weight, then I still lost like 30 pounds after that. Yeah. And I was like Skeletor. I was. I was like super, super Skeletor because I didn't know how to like handle handle that, you know. Because I was still doing the same old things. Yeah. Which you don't necessarily have to continue the same old things. But like I said, we were very stringent about our weight loss. Like, I mean, we were, we were, very, we were very to the T, like yeah. everything was, everything was weighed out. Everything was pre-packed, like pre like pre-packaged before we even ate it. Like, yeah. So, I mean, it was like, we didn't really eat out. And so like, it was just kind of hard because you get to, to this place where you say that you want to be. And then you're like scared that you're going to put the weight back on. And like, I lived in a lot of fear for like two years of putting weight back on. Yeah. And that's all I would think about. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm gaining weight. Probably I was gaining weight because I was too freaking small. But 
you know. Yeah. Because I was like down to a size zero and I was like a stick. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was healthy at that point, which is so funny because I went from a place of being unhealthy and then thinking I'm going to do this to be healthy. And then I still felt unhealthy when I got down to being that small. Yeah. Because I don't know. That's just weird to think about. But so you kind of have to gauge your weight loss to see what's your healthy weight. Everybody's healthy weight is different. and And that's very weird because like, you know, we talk about like goal weights and stuff like that, but like, is there technically a goal weight though? Because like the BMI thing, it's so way off athlete. course. Like, yeah. and you know, for my BMI, I'm supposed to be like 176. And you focused on that. And I did, and that, the lowest I got down to was 192. Yeah, and you were really small. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine you have losing 20 more pounds after that. I, there's no way. That was there's that no crazy. there's no way. But that that's what the BMI said. It was a healthy weight for me was one was 170, 170, what did I say? 170, 176? Yeah, I think. It was also, like 176, yeah. Yeah, because then I, I was. Because you looked at yours and it was like way lower than that. Yeah, and I think that's that was another thing that kind of drove me. Because I weighed like 119 pounds when I was like at my lowest. And you're 5'8". Yeah, and so, but I was okay on the BMI chart. That's what, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just it's just weird to think about these these goal weights that we set for ourselves and why we do that and how we come to that number and then how we think we're going to look when we get to that point. And, like, I didn't, like, when I reached my goal weight, I didn't look anything like what I thought that I was going to look like. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> and... You have this like idea in your head of this is what life is going to be. And that's not really what life is going to be like. You're going to have, you know, loose skin and you're not going to, you know, be doing the things that you thought that you were going to do just because you hit this magic number on the scale that you just randomly came up with, you know? Yeah. So And I, and I, and I get that because like I got down to 182 and I was like, I'm like super, like way too skinny. And then I got to, I think I went back up a little bit to like 215 and I was fine. Mm-hmm. I was fine at 215. Yeah. And the difference between 215 and 192 was, it wasn't that much of a difference with like weight wise. Yeah. But like appearance wise was yeah. totally different. Like I feel my most comfortable like at 165. And, but like, I don't know. You know, one nineteen wasn't doing it for no, me. No, I mean one one nineteen is way. I was just like, uh, especially for like somebody who's like my five, bones, and it was kind of just gross. I'm just saying, especially for somebody who's like five eight, because then you look at people who are like five foot, like five feet, or like five three, like yeah, and like they're supposed to be way lower than that. I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah. Well, you've had a little different experience than I have because you've gained some weight back, yeah. and that would be that has always been my biggest fear. Like when I got pregnant, you know, that's all I talked about was I can't gain that much weight. I can't gain that much weight. I can't gain that much weight. And then, but then on the the other side, remember how upset I used to get when people didn't even know that I was pregnant. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. Like I'm pregnant and they're like, 
After all, only you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd be like, well, I'm five months. You don't look five months pregnant. You don't look six months. Like, I didn't really start the show until like eight months. Yeah. <laughs> so. It took like eight months for you to start the show. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I was so paranoid about gaining weight during that time. So, I remember. So, I don't, I don't see how you have dealt with. I mean, Gaining your it's it's hard. Like it's, it, I mean, it sucks. Like, it, it, it's not something I pl- had planned to do. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I wasn't gonna like, oh, I'm two fifteen. Let me just that's it's gain about another hundred pounds. See where we're at. like, no, I just never any idea that I was gonna go that direction. Well, how do you like deal with that? Because like I wouldn't be able to deal. Like, I mean, it's, that it's, would be worst case scenario it's, for me. And it's it's hard because like I you know and I still find myself like comparing myself to other people. Like oh look look where they are and they're like I was way lower than what they are right now and like I'm like comparing myself to other people. Mm-hmm. And I and I just I, that's why I haven't really been on like social media that much because I just I started getting into this trap of I'm comparing myself to everybody. Mm-hmm. And it it sucks because I. I never wanted to be this big again. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, I just have to deal with it and either go back down or just deal with where I'm at for now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, it, it kind of is what it is. Like I did this to myself because I didn't fix the, the issues with food and stuff like that. So like, that's on me. Like, what kind of issues do you have with food? I mean, I still have issues with food. Like what? Like sugar. I still have issues with sugar and stuff like that. But how? Yeah. Do, how my question is, how, how do you fix your issues with food? Like, I don't... I'm, I'm just asking in general. Like, because to me, I never ever... I never ever thought of it like that. Like, I had an issue with food. Maybe... But you fixed yours though, mm-hmm. because like you you replace eating and sitting on the couch with something else. You see what I'm saying? Okay, I didn't know that. No, that you don't. Really, you don't. You don't realize that. Like you used to sit here and watch TV and just eat on the couch. Now you're like, I need to go work out. I need to run. So like in your head, you don't think about food. Like you, you're thinking about the next thing you need to go do, or you're busy doing something with work or with with our daughter or something uh, with your mom or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You've replaced food as the main thing with something else. I mean, but that doesn't mean that I don't struggle. Like when no, I, go I I'm, I'm not eat, saying that you don't like when I go out to eat and stuff. No, and I've seen you I'm struggle. like, gosh, I would really like to eat that fried catfish or whatever. Yeah. And then some days I give into it, you know, and some days I'm just like, Nope, not going to do it, you yeah. know? So, like, I still struggle with that. Yeah. You know, you can't... But those are just normal cravings, I guess, of food. I don't... Like, do you give in to your cravings a lot? Not all the time. Sometimes I do. But, like, at one point, I was not tracking everything. See, and that's where... That's and the that's difference that, between you and me. Because it tracking was a problem for me. And I feel like that... Things got better for me when see, I stopped tracking. See, that's the difference, though, because you stopped tracking, but you still kept everything in check. I stopped tracking, and it went out of control. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, we both did the exact same thing, but went in two two opposite directions. Yeah. 
So that that's where my biggest problem was. Now I do track now, and that's a lot better. I just feel like that if I started tracking again, no, but you it can't. Would, it would just be, I'd be like, okay, well, I can only eat 1500 calories a day. And yes, I may have worked out, but you're not supposed to eat your workout calories and blah, blah, blah. Like see, it would be a huge issue for me. See, but I, I, I have to, because with, like I said, with you, it's the opposite. Like if you track, you're going to be super like into it. Like I need to be. One hundred percent on point yes. with it. With me, it's like I need to do this to make sure I don't go crazy with it. Yeah. But I'm not also not trying to be like one hundred percent, one hundred percent on point. Like I ate all my calories. Like if I go over like a hundred or I'm under a hundred, like I'm I'm good. I feel you. But yeah, it's what I and I realize this now that I stopped tracking for a long time, and then that's when the problems start start happening. Because I stopped tracking, I didn't know how much I was putting in my mouth. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, does it make it harder for you that I haven't gained back? Like, I've obviously I've gained weight, but not like, I mean, my body circumstances have changed. But <laughs> but I think you're better about it than I am because you you don't have to track because you know, in general, how much you you're eating. Yeah. Because you're more like an intuitive eater. Yeah, I am an intuitive eater. Like, you're like, oh, I'm hungry. Let me go eat something. Yeah. But sometimes I do, like, find myself eating, like, if I'm bored. Like, I found myself doing that. Or, like, when I've gotten that, upset and I've just been, like, talking on the phone. Like, that one time I was talking to you on the phone. And I was like, holy crap, I just ate a piece of pizza and I didn't even realize it. See, because but that, I was talking to you on the phone. And I was upset about something. See, but I have that problem, too. And I, I've noticed that. It's not that much of a problem anymore, but I've noticed I noticed in the past that like when I'm at work and we it's like a slow like a slow dull like day or whatever, I find myself eating stuff like all day. Mm. Like when I'm not busy, that's and I I I've, I've catched it now. Like I know it. Like I, I I recognize that when I don't have much to do, I will typically go eat. Mm. But like now I notice like okay when I'm bored I need to find something else to do. Instead of eating something, or I drink water, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, you know, obviously, I work in a family environment, which is very stressful to me. Like it's. But y'all always go, 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 go. Yeah, but when I do get upset, I do find myself wanting to go eat something. Yeah. But (laughs) I always go to Panera. So does that count? I don't know if that. No, I mean, but I don't know if that really deals with my food issue. But most of the time this happens like i leave work upset around lunchtime anyway so it's not like that i just yeah. ate and then i'm eating again yeah you know so no and i mean if you're gonna overeat just eat a salad like i mean i don't think there's anything wrong with that because like if you're gonna overeat on a salad i mean you're gonna get full fairly quickly because well, there's no, so many but vegetables i don't know it. if that really fixes the food issue no no, no i mean i don't know like i said i leave work and it's time for lunch so like I guess maybe I could come home and eat something that's at the house, but then I choose to go out and eat something. I don't know. I mean, it's, maybe that's just your comfort food. <laughs> and you just find My comfort in a salad. Panera salad. I mean, maybe you find comfort in eating a salad. <laughs> Which, I don't know. That's Most people don't do that. Most people don't like, man, I'm upset. I'm let me go get a bill. Let me go get a Yeah, that's what most people do is they get some Taco Bell <laughs> or something from McDonald's or Burger King or some other fast food place, and that's, that's their thing. But, like, you, you're like... 
I'm upset. I'm going to get a salad. Or sometimes I'll roll up and I'll be like, man, I really want some macaroni and cheese. But I don't get it. Now, I may get it for the child so that I can have a bite of it. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, your food issues and my food issues are, are two totally different. Like, I don't think you're, you have a food issue anymore. I think, like, you have replaced your food issue with something else that's more more positive, this, which is, like, running or working out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, like, you used to, like I said, you used to sit on the couch watch Netflix. Yeah. And then you would, like, bake, your, <laughs> bake yourself, like, a brownie or something in the oven or pancakes. something. Pancakes. Like I would yeah. like pancakes. Yeah. Watch so, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. But you don't do that anymore. And, like, I, I noticed that you don't, and I've noticed this in a couple of weeks, that you don't really have time to watch TV. <laughs> so, you don't, you're not sitting, you're either, like, working on something work related or you're trying to clean up trying to clean up or you're watching a kid or you're like you're like or you're finding time for yourself and you're reading yeah like you don't like oh i'm bored let me well a big problem for me is i know that a trigger for me which i didn't learn until after i lost weight yeah was sitting around the house so that's why i don't you also don't do that anymore yeah i noticed that because like i'll come home and you're going i'm like man where'd you go like yeah i just i just don't like sitting around the house even if that's me walking around the bookstore or going to Walmart. Which is, that's or good though because when she's park, not. Yeah, it's just I just don't like sitting around yeah. the house. And now, I'm, if I'm, I'm sitting around the house, it's because I don't feel well or I don't which, have any money. Yesterday, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which was yesterday, you didn't yeah. feel very well, so no, I get it. But like, I like, and I don't really do that anymore either. Like, I'm I don't come home or whatever. Like, I come home and like I go to the gym first and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that just to wear myself out so I'm like not just eating stuff all day like because yeah. I used to do that I used to come straight from home I mean from work to home and then eat food out of the fridge and stuff like that yeah so I don't do that anymore so like if I, if I have something that, some kind of activity that keeps me occupied for like an hour then it's something yeah I do feel like when I come home like for nap time and for lunch or whatever yeah I feel like that that two three hours that i'm home i feel like i do you just like sometimes just want to eat you know and I'm because you don't know what to do with yourself yeah or you know and i think that's a problem with most people though i think even even while they're losing weight or even after they've lost weight like if you don't replace that bad habit of eating all the time just because you're bored or you're or you're not really hungry with something else like i feel like that helps well yes but here's my thing is that during the weight loss thing, and even after, I replaced that need with going to work out. And I've, I feel like that my working out also became another issue for me. You know, like, because, because I you would took work out, I would work out three times a day. Or especially if I was bored, I'd be like, well, I'm not doing anything. Let me go work out. So you replace one habit, yeah, one bad habit with another really bad habit. Yeah, that's not really healthy either. Because yeah. I don't think anybody needs to work out three times a day. Or for two hours at a time. Yeah. Or... Whatever. So, like, yes, I understand that if I feel like that I want to eat, I have a bike right here in the living room. I can get on it. But I shouldn't if I've already worked out, you know? Yeah. So, like, that's just that's just have to find another habit that I don't want to have to, like, deal with. Like, and it was easier before when there wasn't a child because I had yeah. more time. And that's what I filled my time with. You know, I do like my workout in the morning and then I go running in the evenings. And then, you know, like I was burning like 2,000 calories a day. I don't see how you had energy because you were always working out. 
That's when running was more fun for me. Yeah. Because it wasn't. But it was new too. Well, no, because it wasn't my workout. Running was just. Oh, that's true. Running was my extra. It was thing. like it was like your. It was my like, extracurricular activity. It was like your meditation. Yeah. Some way, some way to clear your head. Yeah. So it was a little bit different then, but I don't have time for that now. So. So you have to pick and choose what yeah. what your workout is. Yeah. No, I get it. So, you know, so and a lot of people, I see a lot of this on Instagram. People are just like, I. I wanted to eat, so I decided that I was going to go work out. And I know that I've already worked out today, but, you know, I was just really See, hungry. See, that's dangerous, though. And I just don't feel like that that's healthy. Like, that's that's dangerous. If you're, we, if, you're, if you're working out because you're hungry and you want to eat, I feel, I feel like that's, that's not good. That's, that's developing another really bad habit. Now, if you're working out because you hadn't worked out at all, and then you, on that point, you're like, like, you shouldn't be hungry anyway before you work out. Like, you should be already eating. Well, no, like, I see people, they'll be like, oh, well, I just, you know, I really want to eat this pizza, but I decided to go work out. And in my mind, I'm like, just eat the pizza so that you yeah. can eat the pizza, get it out of your system, instead of you going and I, overloading I, your body. I will tell you that, that that also was a problem for me. Like, I would keep myself away from stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I keep, like, but we had, like, we made, like, homemade pizza and stuff like yeah. that. But, like, when we stopped doing that stuff, and then, like, I wouldn't have like pizza or something for a long time. Yeah. I would find myself wanting pizza and then I would keep prolonging and prolonging and prolonging. And then eventually I'm like, man, I just want pizza. And, yeah. I, and I end up eating more pizza than I, than I should have. So, yeah. I mean, everybody's got their thing. Yeah. And so that's why I just feel like that you cannot deprive yourself of stuff. And that's the reason why I had to stop tracking after I hit my goal because I didn't want to feel bad. I had food guilt. Because I was like, oh, crap, this is this is going to take me over my calories. And I would feel bad about it. And I wouldn't drink alcohol. And I wouldn't do any of that. And I'm not saying that I'm a lush or anything. But, yes, I like to drink beer. And I like to drink bourbon. Okay? Yeah. So, but I would not do those type of things. Like, even when we were on vacation or whatever. You know, it was oh, just... Oh, vacation. I'm just like, man. <laughs> but like... I'm saying, like, we... Like, even when... Remember when we went to San Diego? It was like kind of like we still ate pretty good. Yeah. You know, and we were on a race vacation. (laughs) But even like, and I made us go on a hike and all that. Like that was that was the perfect representation of well, I want to I want to be able to eat and not feel bad about it. So we're gonna go and we're gonna do all this working out, and it killed you. Because then I had to I had to run the next day, and it was pretty rough. Yeah, and you couldn't handle it, but I was fine because I had already put myself. In those type of situations. See, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not all about that now. I'm just like, man, I will make it fit, or I won't eat as much in the beginning of the day, so I can eat something else later on in the day. Like, I just make it work. You know, I don't care. Well, I know you don't, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying, saying for everybody else, yeah, like you have to I make get that. It, I get it. I'm just saying. For you have me, to make I that. Just fit. Don't care. Yes. Yeah. But for everybody else, you just have to make that fit. If you're still ch- tracking calories, if you're not, like. Just do what Angela does. Just make it work. Well, I, but I had to develop this mindset because y'all don't understand. Hard, I though. was truly depressed. I was depressed. I was afraid about losing weight. I was afraid about everything that was going in my mouth. I was like, and it also didn't help that we had all of this media attention on us. You know, like yeah. that was the start. That was CNN. So it was like baby press at the beginning. But it was just like, all of these people are going to be watching. And I got trolled really, really hard on the internet. Willie didn't get trolled. But I got trolled. You got trolled really bad. Really, really bad. And it just really made me depressed. 
And, you know, people are just like, oh, well, she looks bad and he looks good. And, you know, and that just made me feel really, really bad about myself. And every time something happened, then I got troubled really, really bad. And Willie got, like, bronzed in a statue. That's what it was like, you know. Yeah. And it was just hard. And I was depressed. And I was like, okay, at some point, you just kind of have to let let it go. You know, like, if you gain the weight, then you're going to have to lose it again. Un- you know? Unfortunately, you can't look at the comments on the internet because... Yeah. They will just come after you like hyenas. But I had already put it in my head that, okay, well, if you gain the weight back, then that's what's going to happen, and you're going to have to lose it again. You know, like, that's... Point proven. So, like, that was in my head. Thankfully, I haven't had anything... I feel bad even saying that because we're, we're sitting opposite each other at the table here. Yeah. And I know that you're struggling, and I'm like, woohoo, whatever, you know? Yeah. So, I, I feel bad about that. I know that that's got to be hard on you. No, I mean, it is. So. I mean, it sucks. Like, it's I a just, very sensitive subject for no, me. No, it, it, it sucks. Like, I, I, and I realize that, but like, you know, I, it, it, when I realized my, the error of my ways, like, I tried to go back down, and then like, I was going down, and then it just went right back up. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just frustrating. I don't know. I just can't imagine how that feels for you. So. Well, it, it, and, and like I said, it really sucks because then, like, I know I lost all of this weight and then I gained, like, so much of it back. And then I see everybody else trying to lose weight and they're like, no problem, no problem, no problem, no problem. Like, but it's always easier the first time, I feel like. Well, because I know that. So, like, what I'm doing now is completely different than what I did before. I have to change everything. There was so, there was a huge amount of sacrifice that went into the first time, and then it's kind it's of it's harder like, now because yeah, because you already know what it is. Like I guess you could go back to eating your baked chicken and your that's so rice hard, and your broccoli. And I mean, I guess I could, and I could just do it six days a week, and then one day just be like, all right. I mean, if that's a that's a tough life, but I mean, if it's that important to you, then I guess that's what it is. I might have to just do that. That's the that's the one thing that I have not gone back to is yeah. the the yeah, chicken you're have and to rice. Go like you're on bikini prep or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's hard life to live. Yeah, though. it is. It is a hard life to live. But I might have to do it just for five days a week or something, and then the weekends just yeah loosen the reins just a little bit because it sucks. I mean, just, there's a huge and amount I of and sacrifice. I told you I stopped I got stopped getting on the scale because it started to mess with my head so bad. Yeah. So I had to I had to leave the scale alone. Yeah. I feel you on that one. Because you hadn't seen me pull that skill out yeah. in weeks. So in I, fact, <laughs> I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, well, he hasn't told me anything about his weight loss stuff. Because I, I put that on. I, like, I, I pumped the brakes on it for a little bit. And I was like, man, like I'm still tracking and all that stuff. But I just like, I'm not even worried about the scale right now. Because like, if I go back to it and look at it, I'm going I'm going to be real upset about it. All right. Well. So, yeah. I understand. Well, I guess we should bring this conversation to a close. I know that it wasn't very structured this week, but I just wanted to put a little podcast out there because this is something that we've been talking about, I don't know, the past three weeks, just off of stuff that we've seen on Instagram. Yeah. So I guess like my biggest message to you is your weight loss journey is important, but it's not the only thing in your life. And if it's if it centers around that, I don't know. Maybe you need to refocus a little bit because no, yeah, yeah. if you get too too stuck in it, then it's going to become a problem. 
Does that yeah, make sense? because if you if you if you feel like you're just like weight loss is your life, like if if you think weight loss is your life completely, like I feel like you're either gonna go of one of two ways. You're gonna go like the deep end, like Angela did, or you're gonna go right back to like how I did. So like you really need to You need to find balance. Yeah, you really need to find balance in what you're doing because if you don't you're going to go in, two, in one or two directions. You're going to go, like, way off the deep end, or you're going to go on the other side of the deep end. Yes. So, yeah. All right. So, Lily, what are you grateful for this week? I am grateful that um, that I really know people who um, are in, the, like, the mobility space on Instagram and stuff like that because they're teaching me a lot of stuff about, like, learning how to stretch and – Cause I'm like, I'm tight right now. Um, like people like, uh, Alexandra Ellis and, 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 and those kind of people that are like teaching me you know, stuff about stretching and mobility and stuff like that. Um, and she actually has a show, a podcast coming out. She's launching a podcast on Thursday. So this is coming out Wednesday. So she's launching a podcast on Thursday called the body nerd show. Um, so go listen to that. Cool. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for, this is going to sound like a big plug, but I'm grateful for essential oils because. <laughs> no, they <laughs> they are. They yeah, are helpful. I'm just, I've had so many problems in the past couple of weeks that have been helped by essential oils. And like, these are all things, like I used to laugh at people about their oils. They'd be like, mm, that hurts. You should do this oil for it. Or you should diffuse this or you should do that. And I used to laugh at people, but I've I've had some problems, and I've gone to my little essential oils book, and those have been the things that have helped me more than anything. It's also helped with her sleeping. Yes. Our, our daughter's having trouble sleeping, and she'll wake so, up in the morning. She will sleep all night now because Angela throws those essential oils in her diffuser. So, yeah, if anybody's interested in essential oils, you can email me, webeatfat at gmail.com. And that's not a plug. It's just that I this mean, is something that has really transformed... I, our lives in the past I'm six months. I'm going to tell you, I thought that was some hippy dippy stuff. <laughs> I thought that essential oils were some hippy stuff that you would take at Woodstock. Like, that stuff works. And I'm not even lying. Like, I sleep better when she has it on. Our kid sleeps better when she has it on. Like, if I have some kind of pain issue or whatever, that stuff works. Like, I'm telling you right now. So, yeah. So, if you're interested, you know, you can just email me at webootpat at gmail.com. And that is all for this week's episode. So thanks for listening and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.